0: C8K
1: News. It's 11 o'clock. I'm Kenny Hodgart. Tonight's headlines The Executive Council gives the green light to the merger of City Bus and New World First Bus from July next year. Chief Executive John Lee says the proposed health code system will not be used for any purposes other than identifying coronavirus patients. And the hospital authority says some of its non emergency services have been affected by the worsening pandemic situation. The Executive Council has given the green light to the merger of Bus and New World First Bus from July next year. The two companies currently have the same owner, Bravo Transport, but operate separately. The government said the merger wouldn't lead to fare changes on existing routes and that buses wouldn't just feed passengers into the railway network. Robert Kemp reports.
2: Both the companies operate predominantly on Hong Kong Island, though there are also cross-harbour routes. To structure the merger, the government changed the expiry of the main
1: Citybus franchise from June 2026 to July 2023, to match that of New World Firsts. It then awarded a new 10-year franchise for the merged company, to be named Citybus Limited. The owner Bravo welcomed the move, saying the new network would cover the whole of Hong Kong. Its CEO, Adam Leishman, told a press conference that over $3.5 billion would be invested into the new franchise. These investments include customer and colleague facilities, the upgrading of existing and creation of new depots, along with the ongoing purchase of buses and supporting infrastructure for our ongoing business prosperity and zero emission transformation journey, which is a big part of what we are trying to achieve. In a statement, the government said franchise buses would continue to play a vital role in the public transport system, not just as feeder services for rail but also as a viable alternative. Now to COVID-19. Chief Executive John Lee says the proposed health code system will not be used for any purposes other than identifying coronavirus patients and those who are likely to have been infected. Maggie Ho has more.
0: Under the health code proposal, those confirmed to have been infected will be issued a red code, while inbound travellers who have completed their hotel quarantine but are still under monitoring will be given a yellow code. In the press briefing before the weekly executive council meeting, John Lee says the government will explain the scope of the policy to the public and quickly address any possible misinformation.
2: But of course we'll listen to views and we'll also try to reduce the inconvenience to people and also we'll make sure that we'll well explain the scope and the method so that people understand why we do it, what benefits they gain and uh, what are the concerns that they do not have to uh, really bother because there may be some misinformation which we we need to address uh, very quickly so that everybody knows what we are doing.
0: The chief executive made it clear the health code will only be used in the fight against the pandemic, but not any other purposes. Meanwhile, Mr. Lee says the government will, in due course, make a new round of appointments for the expert panel advising the government on its COVID strategy. He did not give a timetable, but said officials will continue to listen to experts' views and look at scientific data before making any decisions relating to anti-epidemic work.
1: The hospital authority says some of its non-emergency services have been affected by the worsening pandemic situation, with almost 1,000 COVID patients currently in hospital. Speaking at a daily press briefing, Sarah Ho, a chief manager with the HA, said some non-urgent services and surgery had to be suspended or postponed as a result.
0: In some hospital and some cluster, we start to uh, readjust uh, the quota for elective surgery, and um, such as the endoscopy service, elective cardiac interventions, or some of the surgery, elective surgery for some benign um, uh, benign tumours. And so, these measures are to mobilise both the manpower and beds, so as to accommodate and anticipate the upsurge of uh, pandemic patients.
1: For the day, the city logged 2,767 new infections, including 211 imported cases. There was also one more COVID-related death involving a 94-year-old woman. And now the weather, the minimum temperature will be about 28 degrees. Very hot during the day with a maximum of around 35 light to moderate east to southeasterly winds. The outlook, very hot with sunny periods on Thursday, a few showers in the latter part of this week. The current temperature at the observatory is 30 degrees Celsius, with humidity of 78%. You're tuned to RTHK, the time is 5 minutes past 11. The Executive Council has approved an across-the-board pay hike of 2.5% for all civil servants. Frank Young has more. According to the announcement made by the Civil Service Bureau, Exco had taken staff responses to the pay proposal as well as factors such as the local economic condition, government finances, and morale of civil servants into consideration. A government spokesperson says, with uncertainties remaining in the local economy, officials have to handle civil service pay with caution. The salary adjustment will be backdated to April first. It now goes to LegCo for approval and the government says it hopes staff will receive back pay and the new salary levels in August. Researchers at the Chinese University are calling on recovered coronavirus patients to take part in the SAR's first citywide long COVID study. The team hopes it will lead to a better understanding of the condition and help frame future healthcare policies. Participants will also be asked to join another study on how gut microorganisms might impact long COVID symptoms. Professor Ng Chen is part of the research team.
0: The scientific community is trying to find out why someone who had COVID-19 can recover completely, while others, that 76%, have these persistent symptoms that could last for months or even over so years that affect multiple systems. I think at the moment there are a lot of theories that maybe virus <laughs> remaining in the gut They have increased in the bad bacteria that are the ones that can cause some of these symptoms and they also have reduction in the beneficial bacteria that may help them defend or build an immune system.
1: An NGO that focuses on the welfare of ethnic minorities says they have been disproportionately affected during the fifth wave of COVID. Unison says the unemployment rate of ethnic minorities was far higher than that of the general population. A survey carried out in March and April found almost half of the 937 respondents said they had lost their jobs. That compares to an overall jobless rate in the city of 5.4%. Speaking at a press conference, a Hong Kong-born Nepali, Eliza Limbu said her household income dropped from $30,000 to around $10,000 a month during the fifth wave.
0: I have been dipping into my savings in the past two years to pay rent, test kits, medicine and food. All my savings, originally for education, have now been used up.
1: Overseas, immigration officials in Sri Lanka say they have prevented the president's brother and former finance minister, Basil Rajapaksa, from flying out of the country as anger rises against his family for the severe economic crisis. The BBC's Ambra son, Echa is in Colombo.
0: Basil Rajapaksha was about to leave. He had a ticket to go to first of the boy and then from there another destination. What the immigration officers were saying that he tried to go through the VIP departure gate but then they refused to stamp his passport and then he was trying to go through the normal way. Other passengers objected because... There were a lot of speculations that the Rajapaksha family members were leaving. It's not only President Gotaba Rajapaksha, you know, there are many Rajapaksha family members were in the government. So the public anger it has turned against them because of what is going on in the country.
1: The Pentagon has confirmed the US military has killed the leader of Islamic State in Syria in a drone strike. Maher al-Agal, one of the top five leaders of the militant group, was killed while riding a motorcycle in northern Syria, while a close aide of his was seriously injured. The Syrian Observatory for Human Rights also confirmed that Agal had been killed. A BBC investigation has uncovered evidence that British Special Forces, or the SAS, executed detainees and murdered unarmed people in Afghanistan. The BBC's Panorama programme has discovered that one unit killed 54 people in suspicious circumstances. It also found that senior officials failed to report the alleged murders and didn't disclose evidence to the military police. Chris Green is a former British Army major who dealt with the fallout from a fatal SAS night raid in Twit. 2012 in Helmand province he gave us this reaction to the report. I think that
2: um, that the evidence collected so far strongly indicates that we should have some formal inquiry. I think there are some very troubling accusations that are made and if those allegations turn out to be true and I have to say that on the balance of probabilities on my own experience I think they probably are true then I think that uh, we see a situation where the very elite forces in our army are bringing the values and standards of the British army uh, into disrepute and that is a very sad and very troubling situation.
1: Britain's Ministry of Defence says Panorama had jumped to unjustified conclusions from allegations which had already been fully investigated. A number of women in Iran have been posting videos and photos of themselves without wearing a hijab. The BBC's Sebastian Usher reports on the latest campaign against the mandatory wearing of the headscarf in the Islamic Republic.
0: The Iranian authorities have designated today as Hijab and Chastity Day with rallies organised in support but a counter-protest has been launched by some Iranian women inside and outside the country who are rebelling against the headscarf which has been compulsory ever since the Islamic Revolution in 1979. One woman has posted a video of herself riding a bike with her hair flowing free. Others pose in photos unveiled, some fully showing their faces, others wearing sunglasses or with their faces tilted away. The head of a judiciary has called those campaigning against it, enemies of the state.
1: Russian-appointed officials in the Kherson region of southern Ukraine say huge explosions caused by a Ukrainian rocket attack overnight resulted in large numbers of civilian casualties. The Russians say six civilians were killed, seven others are missing and more than 80 were injured. Elsewhere in southern Ukraine, the city of Mykolaiv has been hit by what residents say is the worst Russian shelling they can remember. Two Conservative government ministers have said they're backing the former Chancellor of the Exchequer, Rishi Sunak, to be the next party leader and British Prime Minister. The support of the Deputy Prime Minister, Dominic Raab, and the Transport Secretary, Grant Shapps, has given added momentum to Mr Sunak's campaign. In a speech, Sunak said it was not credible to promise lots more spending and lower taxes, contrary to promises made by rival candidates. My message to the party... And the country is simple. I have a plan to steer our economy through these headwinds. We need a return to traditional conservative economic values. And that means honesty and responsibility, not fairy tales. Once we've gripped inflation, I will get the tax burden down. It is a question of when, not if the first full-colour picture from the new James Webb Space Telescope has been released by NASA. The image, which is said to be the deepest, most detailed infrared view of the universe to date, containing the light from galaxies that has taken many billions of years to reach us. US President Joe Biden was shown the image during a White House briefing. David Baker, a UK-based space consultant, commented on what this image and those that will follow mean for science.
2: These images were taken so far away that they're looking back 4.6 billion years in time, and that in itself is only a third of the way back to the origin of the universe. Now, when we get the better images, the much more spectacular ones, we are going to be seeing virtually to the very dawn of creation itself for this universe.
1: Europe has entered a week of significant heatwave conditions with the possibility of some record-breaking temperatures. Portugal is already suffering an unprecedented drought which has put the country's forests at risk. The Spanish Meteorological Office said summer sunshine combined with a hot air front from North Africa had sent the thermometer as high as 43 degrees. The euro has fallen to parity with the US dollar for the first time in 20 years amid fears of an energy supply crisis and further US interest rate rises. But with the German economy teetering on the edge of a recession, there's little optimism behind the euro. The BBC's James Wickham reports. Back in early February, the euro was worth more than $1.13 but it's seen significant losses since then. Investors are worried that an energy supply crisis may plunge European economies into recession. On Monday, Russia announced a scheduled shutdown of the Nord Stream 1 pipeline, which transports natural gas from Russia to Europe. And there's worries it might not reopen, with European countries supporting Ukraine in the war against Russia. And the top stories tonight. The Executive Council gives the green light to the merger of City Bus and New World First Bus from July next year. Chief Executive John Lee says the proposed health code system will not be used for any purposes other than identifying coronavirus patients. And the Hospital Authority says some of its non emergency services have been affected by the worsening pandemic situation. The news from RTHK. Let's see. Sounds like something from the early to mid-sixties, but actually came out of the 70s. It's a band called Mud. It was one of their hit secrets that you keep. 18 past eleven on a Tuesday night. Wednesday just around the corner here on RTHK3 here's Aretha Franklin.
2: What you-